Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to Higher Ground with Chris Warren. Good evening and welcome to a Higher Ground this Wednesday night edition, the first day of spring. Can you believe that? First of September. I tell you what, outside here in Sydney town at least, uh, spring is in the air and uh, we are 24 hours or less than that away from the very first game of the final round of the season. Round 25 before we embark on the finals journey and still so much to be decided in terms of not just the teams that that make up the top eight, but where do they finish? And we already know that a number of teams that can't really do much in the final round, um, they have rested a stack of players. Melbourne Storm rested a stack of players. Parramatta, same can be said for them. Also, South Sydney resting a heap of players. Not so the Penny Panthers, they're pretty much full strength uh, for their clash against the Eels because they know that they still have a chance of winning the minor premiership. I'm not sure of the prize money. I think it might still be $100,000. I don't think that's changed for many, many years. But the prestige of getting the JJ Gilton and Shield, that's up for grabs. Keep in mind, they won it last year as well, and that didn't seem to help them uh, on grand final day. But I'm sure if they can... They'd love to, again, be crowned minor premiers. For that to happen, of course, they have to beat Parramatta and uh, hope that Melbourne Storm get beaten by Cronulla Sharks. What are your thoughts on all these teams resting players at the uh, the end of the season? What are your thoughts on it? Let me know. If you want to pick up the phone, I know it's late night, but we're here. We'll take your call. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Surely the club or the coach has got the right to do what he, what he thinks is best for the team, hasn't he? I mean, who are we to criticise? Yeah, I guess we're the ones that fork out the money for the season tickets and all that. Do we deserve to go and watch our team, a full-strength team? Or as a fan, do you sort of say, if you're an Eels fan, Brad, Arthur, I know what you're doing. Not a problem. Go for it. Do what you think's best. I seem to think that's the way fans would think, wouldn't they? Just do what you think's best that's going to give us the best chance uh, come week one of the uh, the finals. So it all kicks off then. The final round, the Raiders against the Roosters. Roosters, they're full, pretty much full strength. I mean, they haven't got a whole lot to choose from, such as their um, problems with injuries and retirements so far this year. Raiders full strength. Must win for the Raiders. For them to play finals footy or to be even a chance of playing finals footy, the equation's simple. They have to roll the Chooks tomorrow night in Mackay. Uh, as I say, the Sharks and the Storm, that's on Friday. Sharks win, they're in. Simple as that. Storm win, minor premiership is there. Simple as that. Eels against the Panthers. Eels can't go any higher or lower, really. 
But as I say, the Panthers, they're full strength pretty much, gunning for the minor premiership. That is the later game on Friday. Then we roll through to the Broncos and the Knights. Broncos improving, aren't they, over the past few weeks? Can't make the finals, of course. Newcastle, they're already in. They can't go any higher, can't go any lower. And so, like a number of other clubs, they are also resting a few key players. Uh, the likes of uh, Jaden Braley, Mitch Barnett, uh, and Jacob Saifidi as well. Cowboys can't make the final. Sea Eagles, they're pretty much full strength. They're going in and they're desperate to seal the fourth position, where they currently sit. A win for the cow against the Cowboys. They stay in the top four. Bunnies and Dragons. Bunnies can't really change where they finish. Um, third or fourth, uh, or second rather, second or third or fourth. They're in the top four. Um, they take on the Dragons. And Wayne Bennett has chosen to rest a number of players. Titans against the Warriors. Nothing to play for the Warriors. But Gold Coast Titans, if the Raiders have lost, if the Sharks have lost, well, they can still make the eight. Then we got West Tigers against the Bulldogs. <laughs> Nothing to play for there for either of those two teams other than pride. So there you go. We're coming into the final round of the competition. Love to hear from you, or you can shoot me a text, 0457 736 736. We're going to be talking um, to, a, to a couple of people tonight about teams resting players. We're going to drop into uh, the national capital and... Um, talk to the Green Machine podcast. Mike Stevenson there. He's going to have a chat to us as well um, about his team's season. I'm keen to find out what he thinks of it so far. Yeah, Raiders still a chance of making the eight. But, you know, it's been a pretty disappointing season, hasn't it, for them on uh, a number of fronts. We'll drop in and have a chat. Uh, the boys from Talking League, um, the Talking League podcast, and uh, we'll replay a few of the interviews from today as well and all the general news that is around, the fallout from Latrell Mitchell saga. It continues as well. So plenty for us to uh, to talk about. Be a part of the show, won't you? Uh, you're listening to Higher Ground with me, Chris Warren. Thank you, man. Russian. Yeah, he's done well, My hasn't pleasure. he? Uh, this is great. So it is the first day of spring, someone told me today. It's September the 1st, and I thought... Jeez, is it really? That means it's my birthday. So go. thanks, mate. And here I am working, oh, and he's got happy me. Happy birthday. Thank you. He's got me a, a plate of um, Krispy Kreme donuts uh, with candles and burning, might I add, in this studio. I'm not too sure about the health and safety <laughs> rules around this joint. Let me just hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let me blow yeah, these things out. Great radio, this. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Thank you. Well, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I've just uh, here on this other plate is a um, bit of chocolate mud cake. So my kids got me Healthy the cake. Healthy evening. Yes. Uh, I might take those home and divvy them up with the, the three, yeah, yeah, three kids because you got it. me three Krispy Kremes. I didn't even think of that. So that's worked that's out beautiful. well, That's beautiful. Thanks, champion. Beautiful. Well done. Well done. Um, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, me. But we're not here to talk about me. Although we, we generally sometimes go down that pathway because uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, get in touch if you'd like to. The text line is 0457 736 736. And the open line, if you are up late, uh, 1300 01 1170. After 10 o'clock, though, we do have a rule, the six-pack rule. You know how it goes. If you've had uh, more than six sherbets, we strongly recommend 
strongly recommend you only send us a text. If you've had under six bevies, feel free to pick up the uh, the Al Capone and uh, give us an SG ball. Big win by Parramatta last weekend. We're still, some of us, raising our eyebrows and some of us haven't heard the old Parramatta theme song for quite some time. Wide is his blow and his hands move quick. The ringer looks around and he's beaten by a blow and curses the old snagger with the blue-bellied Joe. Well, a blue-bellied Joe is a sheep with its stomach completely bare of wool. Is that right? Uh, a snagger is a lucky. Is that right? I tell you, someone. I tell you, what, someone that loves that song. In fact, it's number one on his playlist. Right? It's it's his go-to song. Is uh, '60s from the Cumberland Throw. '60s. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. Uh, 39 today. Is that right? You're 39. Well, depends what um, it depends what sort of um, page you're reading. Uh, there are various ages. Um, Wikipedia might be different to some uh, online um, social platforms, if you know what I mean. But a little bit older than that, 60s. Still a bit younger well, than you. happy birthday anyway, mate. Uh, <laughs> just, just somewhat, you. somewhat, mate. Happy birthday. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Uh, rewind a few days. My goodness, where on earth did that come from? Mate, I, I, I have to be honest, and you know how uh, passionate I am as an Eels supporter. I really didn't see the enormity of that performance coming. I thought um, I thought a couple of boys were, were really impressive. Isaiah Papali in the middle, Junior Paulo in the middle. He was immense. And that, that chase, that, that play on, on Addo Carr, that sort of summed it all up, didn't it? You've got the biggest, the biggest frame, the biggest unit in the game chasing the fastest man in the game. And look, I know it wasn't a, a big chase, but he got him. It was more the effort and the attitude. There was a collection of winning moments throughout the game. If you talk, think about rugby league, like match plans aside, and you talk about effort plays, the team that wins probably the most of those effort moments through a game is going to go a long way towards winning it. And there was certainly plenty of those when it came to um, especially defensive plays. Another one is on top of juniors. The other one that I want to highlight is Dylan Brown's chase when he, he literally covered three Melbourne players in a chase back after Mitch Moses' kick had been caught on the field. Yeah. And um, and that just happened to be um, Hughes, um, Pappenhausen, mm. and um, Nico Hines. Not a bad no. triple play to make on those players. Yeah, no, it was a huge effort. It was a great effort. And it just goes to show, you know, you... And I don't know if I spoke to you about it or I certainly spoke to a few people. I was actually calling that game and I said, well, it's win-win for me because we're either going to see Melbourne Storm break this all-time record of 20 straight wins or we're going to see what would be possibly the upset of the season. And we got the latter, the latter and let's hope that it's, um, you know, that's the spark that, that Brad's team needs that can show them. You know, people say, are they really contenders? Well, you know what? If you've beaten the Premiers twice out of two meetings this year, I'm sorry, you have to be contenders. You have to be seriously in the conversation. Um, I don't know how what you think about that or, or your fans are thinking about that, but you're there and, and anything can happen. A lot of Team 60s arresting players this weekend. Your boys arresting a number of players as well. Um, if I go through the team just sheet, few. Just, a, just, just a few. A few. <laughs> it's pretty much unrecognisable. Unrecognisable. Um, now, there's a good reason for Brad Arthur doing that. You know, it's not must win for you, boys. But more to the point, 
I think there's a number of players that just in case he does need to call on them in the finals, they haven't played football for a very long time. And that is the consequence of having a New South Wales uh, Cup competition that's been suspended since, well, it was actually called off since, what, about round 15? So, I mean, what can you do? You you have to, you you can't really get that match fitness from training, can you? And Mm. that's, once you start to go into the end of year finals matches and you've got blokes that you might have to call on that haven't played for nearly three months, geez, it's a risk. And, and yeah, I can actually see there's a whole lot of um, reasons I think that you'd, that you'd play those players this week. First of all, you've got that aspect of resting the players and ensuring that you've got players who are fit and healthy going into the semifinals. You've got, as you've mentioned, given game time to players who might be needed to be called on. Mm. And I think thirdly, there's a, there's something to be said for uh, raising the, um, the the club spirits of those players who are doing a lot of training. Absolutely. And it's, you know, that's, that's half the squad that are training and not getting any match play, maybe not feeling as much of the campaign as what yeah. they might normally be. And, and I think that really does help with the, uh, the mental side and the, and the spirit within the club. Absolutely. Absolutely. Particularly given there's no, no second-tier competition at the moment. You know, they, these guys, I imagine few of them, would, would, would feel a bit like you know, spare parts. But this is, you're right, it's, a, it's not just the 17 you field each week. It is a club. It's a club effort all the way through. So I, I, I didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. So we've got the likes of Makahesi Makatoa. Um, he'll make his, his starting debut, I guess. Uh, I've been impressed with him. Bryce Cartwright comes into the starting team. Keegan Hipgrave, Ray Stone all come into the starting pack as well. No Gutherson, no Moses, no Dylan Brown, no Nathan Brown, no Junior Paulo. He's suspended. No Papa Lee and others as well. What are your thoughts on this, though? You see, Penrith are feeling their strongest possible team, we, we think, because they still are a chance of winning the minor premiership. They're hoping that the Sharks can beat an understrength Melbourne Storm team. The Storm resting a few players. Now, if the Storm do win that, well, the minor premiership is wrapped up. So then what do the Panthers do? Um, I guess they can't really rest any players then because they've already posted their, their team sheet. It's all very tricky, isn't it? Because a lot of games will have already been played and they're going to influence the outcome or, or the input that coaches might use into to other games. I lived in London for a number of years and over there with the Premier League 60s, um, the final round of the season, it's, it's, it's a shakedown Sunday or whatever it's called. They all start at the same time. I'm starting to think that it might yeah. be a good thing to bring into the NRL sometime in the future. That would be like a back to the future, wouldn't it? Where... You're sitting at the at the match and you're waiting on the uh, mm. uh, PA announcement of the of the scores in all the games and you know sitting on the edge of your seat. So uh, it would be an exciting conclusion to the season. Although I, I don't know with um, uh, the telecast no. broadcast rights whether we'd ever get to that again. No, no chance, no chance whatsoever. Uh, but it would be interesting, wouldn't it? You'd actually probably have the players all sit down or in the middle of the match. They'd be very carefully listening yeah. to the round the grounds we go and they hang on boys stop <laughs> just let's tune, tune in what's what's happening yeah. uh, up there at Mackay between uh, the Raiders yeah. and the Roosters um before we talk about the Eels again uh, who slides into the eighth position 60s gee that's look I'm I'm going to suggest that it's going to be Cronulla mm. 
I, I think that they I think they um, they might just have enough to get over the storm this week, and that's a that's a big call in itself because even yeah. when the storm rests players, they are still a mighty unit, um, mm. and it's they've got the they've got the upper hand at the moment in terms of their for and against. So uh, there is every every team there can be losing, and they'll still uh, they'll still qualify. So. Uh, but again, it's like, you know, you're waiting to see what happens with Cronulla. You're waiting to see what happens with the Titans. All of those things will have a bearing on the Sharks. So, mm. uh, but they're, they're my tip. Um, but it, by the same token, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders sneak in. And, and it'd, be just, it'd be just as likely that they do. And if that happens, you've almost got a top eight, which was close to predictable at the start of the season. Yeah. Maybe you only swap out the Titans and Manly mm. because probably people wrote Manly off and, and tipped the Titans to be in the eight. Mm. But it, it's pretty close to what most people would have tipped. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for, for what it's worth, um, I think I think the Raiders will get eighth. I think the, the Sharks will lose to Melbourne. I think the Raiders will beat the Roosters. And so sixth is what that means is you boys... We'll play the Raiders week one of the finals. I think is that how it would work out? I think it might do if they are. Uh... Yeah. It, it, well, I suppose that depends on what happens um, with the scores yeah. with Parramatta mm. and uh, and Penrith because it, 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 you know mm. we have to acknowledge the fact that it is um, a lot of players missing from the Parramatta team. Mm. There could be the chance it gets ugly blowout against yeah. Penrith. I don't want to think that way, but. Mm. You know, there's a, there'll be a golfing class, won't there, in the players that are out there on the field, and that's just being honest. Mm. If Melbourne have won, though, uh, a couple of hours previously, well, the Panthers don't have as much to play for, do they? So that might be no. It might count in your favour. Uh, talking of your team, there yeah. are a number of unknowns there, really. Um, and I think I'm right in saying, is there is there one or two or a couple of debutants? Certainly one. Um, and I was reading it this afternoon, and I couldn't even pronounce his name. Tell us more. Uh, okay, so first of all, there's only uh, six players in that lineup that have had over 50 NRL games, wow. and seven players with less than 10. So um, the the people that the players you're alluding to, you've got Kai Rodwell, yes, who's making yeah. his debut off the bench, and you've also got Samuel Loizu. Is that Matt? Who's, Matt's who's young making fella? his? Uh, sorry, is that in relation to Matt? Matt is that uh, Matt? Matt? No. Um, Matt Rodwell. No, 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 not that I'm aware of. No relation. No, not okay. that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he 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 does come from the bush, and um, he was playing with uh, South early in his career. He he did make the twenties um, New South Wales twenties Origin team right. back back a couple of years ago. So he's only twenty two years of age, and I think he's been to South and also to West before he's. Uh, lobbed at Parramatta this year, yeah, okay. so he's making he's making his debut. He's he's actually had a very very solid uh, New South Wales Cup season. I wouldn't be surprised to see him added to the squad next year. Uh, perhaps perhaps under a development contract mm-hmm. because he's he just doesn't have the uh, NRL experience. So that's a possibility for next year. As I said, uh, very solid year in New South Wales Cup. Mm, okay, and fullback. So uh, as a Kiwi boy, who would have thought you got two players in your team in the outside backs in the back five with a, a, a first name Hayes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the most uh, most common name. Uh, it's different spelling, but uh, mm. same pronunciation. Um, so yeah, Hayes Perham. He joined the club partway through this season. 
he actually was on loan from the Warriors, Warriors yeah. early in the in the year, and um, then he became a, a full transfer to the club. So uh, he's he's really a utility player. Can play a number of positions, basically from the halves through to outside backs and fullbacks. So uh, be looking for him to, uh, I suppose, stake his claim to be part of uh, uh, consideration for the top team next year. Mm. Um, my phone is just frozen on me. My, my website has as well. Hang on, no, it's it's alive again. Uh, the player I was um, keen to get your opinion on, if the mad Russian can't even help me, um, I couldn't pronounce his name. Ah, uh, Samuel uh, Loizou, Loizou. Loizou, yep, yeah. Samuel Loizou, yep. Yeah, more about yeah. him. So he's probably he. Well, he is the youngest player that's in the uh, Eels NRL squad. So he's on a development contract. Right. He's come through the uh, Rouse Hill Rhinos, the same as uh, a couple of the other debutants this year with uh, Jake Arthur, uh, Sean Russell and uh, Will Penasini. So yes. it, you can tell they're a very strong junior club. Absolutely. And um, and Samuel also uh, was one of the uh, youngest Australian schoolboys uh, a couple of years back when he was selected as a 16-year-old. So he's 18 years of age. I don't think he turns 19 till November, December. So, yeah, um, yeah very young. Um, can play, again, a bit like Hayes. He could play anywhere from uh, in the halves to uh, the outside backs. And um, he's been playing centre and, and wing, mostly in, uh, in Jersey flag this year. He's had a couple of New South Wales Cup games. But as I said, he's been part of the full-time squad all season. So um, BA's decided to give him a, a run, as you know, like many of the others that have been part of the full-time squad and, and are getting their run. Mm. All right, mate. I appreciate that. It's, it's a big opportunity, a really big opportunity for a number of younger players and fringe players. Uh, you've still got your old stager in there, Blake Ferguson. Um, but let's see how they go eh, against the Penny Panthers. And that match on uh, on Friday night, it's the 8 o'clock game. Uh, 60, thanks for jumping on the line. One of your old mates there, the, the one-eyed eel, um, he sent me a text through as well, and he said, happy birthday, Chris. Uh, all the best for a special day. Uh, thrilled with Para's win against the Storm, and thanks for getting 60s on for a chat. So that's from the, the one-eyed eel, and uh, all the Parramatta fans know, know who 60s is. Well, I think they do, and you can you can read more and see more of, of, of this great man, 60s, at thecumberlandthrow.com.au and also the Cumberland Throw webcast. Good luck in the finals, mate. Thanks, mate. I'm sure we'll be talking again on grand final day. Oh, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. You shout me or I'll shout you. We'll, we'll, we'll do it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah, Take care. It, that's it. Happy birthday, mate. Thanks, buddy. See you. There he is. Good fella. Uh, 60s from the Cumberland Throw. All right, it's coming up to 22 past 10. You're listening to The Higher Ground with the Mad Russian over over there and uh, me, Chris Warren. If you want to get in touch like 60s just did, 1300 01 1170. That is the number to call. Keep those texts coming through as well. Tim, the tool man's tuning in. Good on you, Timo. Um, I'll read your text very shortly in a moment. We'll take a break and back with more.